TV radio seeks to inform and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Hello, Bride. Are you a writer? Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well, go to Treehouse Publishers today. We can help you achieve your dream. Dreams come true in our house. Do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world? Well, Treehouse Publishers will help you to achieve your dream. Write that book today. Sell your book in London, in Africa, and many other countries. Let your tree bear much fruit with Treehouse Today. Go to www.gotreehouse.org. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and Friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power. Experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Uh, it, I just came upon that. That was the title that uh, it was given. 
it was the fifth Psalm of the Righteous. I don't know what Psalms one through four were. I could probably know, but this is tremendous since we're studying the righteous and what it means to be righteous. Um, uh, this is what the righteous do. They come into the rest of God. Uh, in the Old Testament, God commanded his people to rest on the Sabbath. And this is one way to do it. Uh, this is about God's rest. Uh, we can rest from our work. You know, you get off on uh, at least Sunday uh, or at least one day in the week. Uh, but God commanded his people to be off on the Sabbath. He wanted them all off at one time. Uh, but we're not under the law anymore. And when we do rest, we are in God's rest, and he can feed us this way. Uh, as a psalm of the Sabbath, Sabbath uh, which was, uh, well, it was a day of rest, uh, which we have on the Sunday now. Uh, but we first give thanks to God, and then sing praises to him. And I was interested in that order, because that's uh, uh, not always the way we pray sometimes. Uh, we were to give thanks to God, and then to uh, give praises to him. Yes. And the reason, hallelujah, I have an amen. <laughs> uh, the reasons for doing this are given with special attention given to God's creation. And after that follows the consequences, this is just a summary of the psalm, after that follows the consequences that come to the man or, or woman who will not praise God. Uh, then the psalmist who is, uh, they some people think it's likely David uh, tells of the many blessings of those who follow hard after the Lord and how uh, this benefits God's witness in the earth. We have to have a witness of God in the earth, and that's you and me, and we need to be a really good witness because the earth is having its, getting itself in turmoil, and there's all kinds of things going on. And uh, we need a witness, a strong witness of God uh, people don't believe God. They don't believe he does miracles now. They don't believe he exists, a whole lot of people. Uh, but in this psalm, there are some vital lessons for us today. Uh, and this was written many centuries ago. David wrote it many centuries ago. Uh, but this shows you just how eternal the word of God is. Yes, it doesn't get old. You can read something that was written uh, by one of the minor prophets uh, a couple thousand years ago or going to be fresh and new and it's going to speak to you today about whatever situation you're in. Uh, I'm just amazed by this all the time. Uh, you can see, uh, oh, they had this problem back then. Uh, if you boil down some of the issues that are going on today, either in your own personal life or in uh, the lives of your families or in the lives of our government, uh, you can see that uh, there's nothing new under the sun, as Ecclesiastes says, uh, but that uh, the old things are new again. Uh, one author I researched uh, said that it's proper for this psalm, well, I, I mentioned that, but he's placed after Psalms 91, which is so very popular, and which we, uh, hello, come in, uh, which we uh, 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 quote for our, our own uh, uh, defense and our own uh, uh, blessings and a, a place to hide. Uh, but I'm going to read 
verses uh, 1 through 3 now. We're talking about Psalms 92. Uh, and you're just in time. Praise God. Uh, it is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to his name, O Most High, to shew forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Notice that uh, you start the day with God's loving kindness and then you end the night with his faithfulness. Uh, upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the psaltery, upon the harp with a solemn sound, uh, here we see the instructions to give thanks to God and then sing praises to Him. We ought to thank Him for everything because that sets our hearts right before Him. Sometimes you go into your prayer closet, and that's just a figure old thing, and things aren't right. And that's why you're there in the first place. But if you start praising God for the things that are right and that you see or that God is God and that He's in charge, that's going to change your whole outlook on everything. It places our attention on Him and not on ourselves. And once we all, uh, once we see all we need to thank Him for, it's easy to praise Him. If we start thanking Him for this and that and just uh, everything, for the blessing that came to you yesterday or last year or whatever, start praising him. And this is before you start asking things. This is before you get into that mode. Uh, once we see what all that we need to thank him for, it's easy to praise him. He is like no other on earth. There's nobody on earth like him. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Then in verse 2, we see we need to do this night and day. We can praise him for the new day he is bringing on the earth and the new levels he's taking us to. This is a new way to look at this thing. Uh, this keeps our lives in balance. You can start the day with God's loving kindness. And this is so important because that's, if you start out with love, it's going to be a good day. And then if you start out, finish the day, in the evening, thanking him for his faithfulness, uh, you're going to see just what God has done for you during the day. The things that he says set straight are the things that could have gone way off and didn't. Uh, this alone would keep you from being overwhelmed by the things that life throws at you. When you get older, there's physical things that come on you. Uh, when you're younger, there's uh, things that go on, uh, all kinds of things in your work life or your family life or your kids' lives that uh, can overwhelm you. But if you keep these in mind, it's going to help you get through each day and it's, things are not going to overwhelm you. Uh, this is how we enter the rest of God. And God intends for us to be in rest in Him. In Hebrews 4, 9, we're told to enter the rest of God. And to me, this is kingdom living. Uh, I'm going to read Hebrews uh, 4, 9, and 10. There remains, therefore, a rest to the people of God. 
For he that is eternal, he that he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Uh, this particular verse tells us about doing things our own way in our own uh, sweat with our own works. And we're not to do that. We're to do uh, everything being led by the Spirit of God. And uh, it's so easy. You know, if you're good at something, it's easy to go into what uh, is going on around you and do it in the natural. But God wants us to get him involved in everything we do. And I mean everything. Uh, we're encouraged to enter into the Sabbath with musical instruments. And several are mentioned here. Uh, these are used for rejoicing. And uh, this is pointed out uh, because the devil has stolen so much of the music on earth today. He's fixed, he's in charge of it, but he's not. And uh, he just needs to know this. And we have such good uh, uh, Christian music out there that there's no reason for the enemy to pick up and take off with the music scene today. So many kids get into this and they find out they can play something. And so they get off into the wrong things. But uh, the music on earth belongs to It's a tool like anything else. You can have books that are good or you can have books books on witchcraft. You can uh, do all kinds of things. Uh, everything is a tool and whoever's using it is the one in charge. Like the internet. Uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yes. We can put sermons on there or we can put a lot of trash on there. <laughs> so uh, we know what we're going to do. Uh, next we see why we are here to praise him. This is why. And it's in verse Four and five. It says, For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy word. I will triumph in the work of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. Did you catch that? The thoughts. His thoughts are very deep. Um, for this psalmist, he is moved to praise God by looking at his creation. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in southeast Texas. And uh, uh, you can just go out there on the golf course there where we're having our meetings and just praise God for his natural beauty. And uh, people like uh, like Mel, I read her things on Facebook and she gives credit to God for some of the beautiful creatures that she finds to mention. Uh, no one can fathom how wonderful God's creation is. You know, you hear scientists studying about these things, and everything they say makes you just want to applaud God for what he's doing. They will, I guess it's called comparative biology. It used to be uh, different species and different ways that they do things. And it's just amazing what God has taught his little animals, from the little ones to the big ones, uh, to do and how to live their lives and how to exist on the earth and in this atmosphere or under the earth or wherever they live. Uh, so it, it's just a delight, especially here in the springtime, to uh, contemplate God's world. Uh, we can look at God's mighty works in the affairs of men and know that he is active and involved in what happens on earth. 
uh, we can listen to the news and we can hear that the people who are doing all the wrong things, well, they're not doing all the wrong things anymore because they've been brought into God's alignment. And sometimes God's alignment is a judgment for them if they won't line up with God. And it will be a blessing to those who love God. Uh, he's involved in everything you do. He's involved in everything that happens on earth. The psalmist mentions yeah, that uh, God's thoughts are deep. He has thoughts so deep we can't even fathom them. He has thoughts that nobody uh, can even uh, plumb the depths of. He's like a many-faceted jewel uh, that has so many facets to it and so many aspects of his character that you just, you have to marvel at him if you stop and contemplate God. Uh, we will never get to the bottom of all of this. Uh, Carolyn's been reading to us a book on Sunday nights uh, about heaven, and there's a place for the revelations of God in heaven. And boy, I, that would be a wonderful place to be in, uh, see that. Isaiah 55, 9 uh, says that some arrogant men have belittled God in public, and they do not have a clue what that is about. We see evidence of this every day on our televisions. I don't think I marked that. Isaiah 55 is that wonderful uh, chapter that talks about uh, oh everyone that thirsts uh, come and drink freely from this water. Uh, I love that. Uh, 55.9 For as the heavens are higher than the earth uh, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So God's thoughts are way up there. Way up there. And uh, anything we can do to learn more about how God thinks, uh, the better it will be for us. Um, this shows that, uh, now these, we've seen people on TV even recently making the news and people coming against these uh, bad things that they're saying about God and about Christians and oh, 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 you have to, you know, not be in the right mind to hear from God. Well, we're all trying to hear from God. <laughs> and that will put us in the right mind. Uh, believe you me, we will have the mind of Christ. Yes. And that is a valuable thing. Just ask anybody that's had a nervous breakdown or that's had uh, uh, all kinds of things come against them all at once. They will tell you the mind of Christ is a valuable thing. Uh, we see this every day on television. We see people coming against God and against God's ways and promoting things that are not of God. Uh, but all of this is by revelation of God and therefore not everyone on earth understands or has the capacity to grasp what God has done, what he is doing now, and what he is going to do in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, this, this was a, I, I really like this part of it because God will let you know what he's going to do. He said in his word back then what he's going to do, and he says in his word now what he's going to do in the future. And he's going to take care of evildoers. Yes. My goodness, how many verses are there about that? But uh, 
verses uh, 6 through 9. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass, and when all workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they will be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art most high forevermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, for lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. Here we have a promise about these things. Uh, <clears throat> the man who cannot understand the greatness of God or the reasons to praise him is called by the psalmist a brutish man. Isn't this interesting? They're not elevated and talked highly about and how wonderful his thoughts are, his views of whatever, not celebrated like you see on TV sometimes. But uh, this word brutish, I looked it up, and it means that it's like an animal, like a cattle, which do not have finer human feelings. It means stupid and foolish. And uh, this is harsh. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Uh, that is harsh, but that's the truth. We see this every day. And people will uh, ignore what God says, and it's to their own fault. So pray for those uh, that you see uh, being unmindful of God. Uh, but, but the Christian who has the Lord's Spirit dwelling with him can understand what God has done in the earth and also that he's going to take care of what's going on in the earth right now. In verse 7, it mentions that although the wicked spring up like grass, and don't you think that's the truth? It, it seems like they, they come up like grass. You know that ryegrass we plant in the mm -hmm. winter? And because usually the winter's kind of mild around here. And it'll spring up and be real thick. But boy, let the summer heat come and you don't have any grass anymore. Mm -hmm. And hopefully your uh, St. Augustine is taken over. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But this is it. <laughs> yes. But this is a characteristic of the wicked. They can spring up quickly. Uh, they can spring up quickly. But boy, they can be gone quickly. Just let God enter into uh, uh, the situation and they will be gone. Uh, uh, I'll mention something later about this that was real interesting too. Uh, they spring up like grass and when it looks like those who are doing wrong seem to flourish, it is so they may be destroyed and that they will be destroyed forever. That's what it says here. Uh, they're springing up. God's letting them grow up because they're going to get cut down. They're not going to last, folks. So don't fret because of evildoers. Uh, God just let them think they are prospering when he is getting them ready for an even bigger fall. Uh, we see people in our government prospering and wrongdoing and not getting caught year after year. Uh, and I can say in certain departments of the government, we've seen this for more than a decade. And we are seeing some things come to God's reckoning right now. Uh, but God is just preparing them to be brought into his alignment and the righteous exalted. Now these people that are not doing the right things, if they repent, 
and they uh, get before God and they start doing the right things, then it's going to go well with them. But so many of them have the pride in them that won't let them do that. So if you're in any situation like that, whether it's little or whether it's big, don't let pride get in your way. Uh, but God's just preparing them to be brought into it. And his alignment is good. It's good for God's people. And it's good for the earth. It's good for uh, everyone. And it will help the righteous, the unrighteous get in alignment with God. Uh, if you read Psalms uh, 37, 1 through 2, and 37, 10, I'll do that for you. Uh, I love Psalms 37. It's really good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, right? For they shall soon be cut down like grass. The lawnmower's going to go over them, and nobody else. And wither as the green herb. Okay. And then verse 10, for yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. It says you're going to go out looking for him, looking for the wicked man, but you won't find him anymore because God took care of him. So just uh, know that if you have a job situation that's not right, put it in God's hands, and he can take care of that. If somebody above you, above you that's cutting you down or somebody on a peer level is uh, stealing or altering what's going on, be assured that God can take care of that for you if you just put it in his hands. Uh, but this will bring encouragement to you. So uh, I'm glad y'all like that. I did too. The rest of that psalm is really good too. Psalms 34. Uh, 37, I mean. Uh, the rest of that psalm is great. It will help build your faith. If you just keep reading these psalms, it will help build your faith. Because, boy, David came up against a lot of stuff. And there was a lot of stuff going on anyway. Uh, the wicked are compared to grass that will soon be cut down. And then when you look for it, you cannot even find where it was. Isn't that good? It's like God heals up the place where it was. Like if you have a skin lesion uh, and God heals it, you can't find where it was. Uh, he does such a good job on it. Yeah. Uh, that is the encouragement for you when you see evil things that are not part of God's kingdom. And that's what bothers Christians. If something bothers you inside, uh, you know, you could have a problem, but it's probably something, a situation that's out of alignment with what God's wishes are on the earth at this time. It, it, it will be like grinding gears. That, that's how I describe it. Uh, when you hear of a certain situation. Uh, Joanna knows. Um, <laughs> she's had work situations too. Oh my. Uh, that is encouragement for when you see evil things uh, that are not part of God's kingdom getting by with, with what is not pleasing to God. The wicked are compared to grass. It springs up quickly and abundantly. Oh yeah, it grows up thick because there's a lot of uh, uh, maybe this is a 50s term for communists, but they have a lot of fellow travelers with them. 
they attract other uh, moving things. Uh, but it is likely to vanish just as quickly when the water supply is cut off. If saints are praying, as our pastor encouraged us to do over the weekend for the revelations coming out right now, we will see victory and see our country come into what God has called it to be. Uh, she sent out a, a strong notice for us to pray and uh, pray over our country. Uh, this works in family, and it's not just countries. All of this can apply to you personally. It can apply to your family, and it can apply to city, state, and national governments, and even the world. Uh, it, it applies on the job, and it applies in any situation. In verses 8 and 9 of this psalm, we see that God is so exalted uh, that all those who are doing wrong will be scattered. Uh, but thou, O Lord, art most high forever. He says this, the Lord's most high forever. And then, uh, the kicker, it says, For lo, thine enemies, Lord, uh, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. That's because they can't stand against the righteous God. And here we have righteousness coming into the picture again. Uh, this works in any situation you're in. Evil cannot stand against him. Now, we do not rejoice in people suffering. We just don't. But we rejoice in seeing God's justice worked on the earth. And even these people that are doing wrong will rejoice if and when they come into the mind of Christ and into what they should be uh, doing and thinking and being in the earth in these days. Proverbs 1, verse 32 says that the prosperity of fools will destroy them. And uh, they've all, these people have already been called fools that are coming against God uh, back in this other section. Uh, they, are, they are fools. Uh, they're brutish. Uh, but their prosperity, they may prosper. Okay, these people will prosper. But it will destroy them. It will be not be as the prosperity of the righteous, but it will be the prosperity of the fool, and that destroys him. Uh, uh, and God prospers, uh, his, his blessings prosper the righteous, and there's no, uh, no thing within that prosperity that will hurt the righteous. Now, for the good part. Well, this has been pretty good so far. <laughs> uh, this is the part I've taken personally. Uh, uh, 10 and 11. Uh, but my horn thou shalt exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Mine eye also shall see my desire on my enemies. And mine ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. Uh, now, if this was written by David, and they think it was, uh, he would know about this. He had to appeal to God. You can just read a few songs about that. He had to appeal to God over and over. Because it's uh, being king back then, uh, even being king back right now, or being in charge of anything like a president, there will be people coming against you. Uh, uh, God will 
saw this righteous man's power and authority. And here the horn, uh, it says, uh, uh, but my horn thou shalt exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Uh, the horn represents power and authority. The unicorn mentioned here, according to some, is a wild ox or buffalo. So I didn't get to research that a whole lot. Maybe I would. Uh, but this righteous man is anointed with fresh oil. This is symbolic of freshness and what the Lord is doing right now. You want to be prepared for what God has in front of you to do right now, don't you? And you want that fresh anointing uh, to come on you. Uh, he's anointed with fresh oil. And uh, he's, there's freshness as to what God is doing on the earth at this time. And the oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Uh, he says he will also see his desires on his enemies. And also he's going to see the desires on his enemies. And he's going to hear with his ears the desire on the wicked that rise up against him. And if he's doing what God tells him to do, and this psalmist was, uh, those that come up against him are coming up against God. If you try to start a new ministry or start a work or uh, just do what you're, you're called to do right now, there's going to be things coming up against you and maybe people too. But just know that they're coming up against God. Uh, they, these enemies, uh, the wicked will rise up to oppose the righteous. They will just pop up like grass. We talked about earlier, that right grass. And then they will be gone. They, they just kind of pop up all of a sudden. They, they, you don't see them coming down the road a whole lot. Uh, but then they will be gone. Uh, notice that his head is anointed. His eyes see God do righteousness. And his ears hear of his enemies being taken care of. So this is major. Physical or otherwise. 